Welcome to Japan according to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm relaxing、uh, just after the end of another day before I go to bed. And,、um, you know, thought I've been wanting to push record for, for a couple of days, but, you know, I've been focusing on pumping out some other content for Japanese people. So,、uh, I, you know, Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I, that's kind of the priority, and、um, it's going well, so I just gotta keep it up. But, but which is another reason, if you didn't know, why I kind of changed the format of、uh, the podcast back to a more scaled down version. Pretty much everything I'm doing, I'm just scaling down the overall, not the quality, yeah, 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 over quality of it, just to kind of simplify things and streamline. My production process, so I could just kind of ramp stuff out. You know, I'm trying to do something every week for you guys, if possible,、um, maybe twice a week, if I can, you know, really get things in, in gear. I've only really started this in my new schedule,、um, like about a week, week and a half, you know, just making sure I get to bed on just, just the basic stuff, getting back to basic stuff, making sure I get to bed on time、uh, so I can get up early, have energy. Uh, you know, reading like the way I'm supposed to.、Um, you know, just making sure I'm, I'm using my time, getting rid of time waster stuff and stuff like that. And it's really working. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing,、um, you know, if I can keep this up for several months, like what kind of momentum I'll have towards the end, by the end of the year. But anyway, let's get into the topic of today, which you'll probably notice. It's something that I just randomly came across on TikTok.、Um, And I was like, okay, this is something I'd never heard of, and I'll just bring it to you guys. It's kind of dark, which I normally avoid, but I thought you might want to know about it.、Um, it. It piqued my interest. I spent like about 10, 15 minutes scrolling through some shit, and I was like, okay, this is enough of this negative ass shit. Let me, let me turn this off. But I'll talk to you about it for about 10, 15 minutes anyway.、Um, it's something called Toyoko Kids.、Uh, I think that's the name of it. It's Toyoko Kids. I'm pretty sure. Um, this is off the top of my memory.、Um, but the spelling of it in Japanese is quite weird. It's katakana and kanji mixed together. Now, apparently, like,、um, don't quote me on it. And, you know, you can just copy and paste、uh, the title from the video if you want to, you know, do, do a little digging on your own. But basically, what I, could, what I from my understanding, listening to a couple of interviews and shit, From TikTok, a couple of TikToks, and then I hopped on YouTube and checked it out a bit more. Basically, in Kabukicho, which is why I don't fuck with Kabukicho at all. If you've heard some of my stories, have I told my bachelor party stories? I haven't told stories from my bachelor party days, which I'm not gonna tell on this joint, but because <laughs> nah, but um. Yeah, around the time when, you know, a few people were getting married, we did, me and guys, we had our bachelor parties in Kabukicho because they have strip clubs in Kabukicho.、Um, and besides that, like, I rarely、um, go there. I probably count on, like, one hand, maybe two. The, the amount of times I've been in Kabukicho at night just. It's just not my kind of place. In Shinjuku at night, it's just not my kind of place. If you like to hang out there, hey, do your thing. But I'm just saying, for me, it's not my style. It's a little bit, you know.、Um, but the Toyoko kids, apparently, are, it's like this 
open courtyard area in Kabukicho. It's just one area. And so apparently it's become kind of a, a gathering place for all the disturbed young delinquents, I guess, like from all parts of the Tokyo area who come there to gather and, and hang out, get drunk and make videos on fucking social media and just, you know, basically just wild out pretty much is what it seems like. So, um, in one, in one interview, I was hearing one person say that, I guess it started with just young people and, you know, initially it was people in their twenties, I guess, you know, whatever, whatever, who were just kind of disenfranchised youth pretty much, you know, um, who would just come hang out and I guess it spread on Twitter. And so then it started to age down. And so now it's just like teens, like, you know, 15, 14 junior high school kids and shit showing up there, just, you know, sitting on the street, um, making videos, content, getting drunk. I don't even want to know the type of shit that goes on there because, like, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's not my thing at all, but I was kind of fascinated by it. Uh, so, of course, like, the police kind of come in and, and, and kind of shoo them away every now and then, but it's that area so there's really not much they're gonna they're not gonna come in with a riot squad and start cracking skulls or anything it's not japan so it, japan doesn't operate like that especially with people that young so i mean there's trash i mean just, just looking in the background there's trash and, and, and empty bottles and food like and rats and it's just like but you know people go there i guess because you know they, it seems like a lot of the kids have problems at home or in school um, you know, it seems to seem cutters, people cut them. Again, I'm not knocking cutters. I got, okay, story time, story time. I, uh, a long time ago, a long, long, long time ago, over like 12, when I was an early teacher, um, somewhere, I won't say where, but, um, I remember I had this student and she was so nice and she like was totally cool and, you know, I was getting into my mid to late twenties, and so I'm trying. She's a teenager. I'm trying to be like, you know, uh, give life advice and shit like that. And then, you know, I noticed she was a cutter. She, you know, she like cut her wrists all up and shit like that. She come in with bandages, but she was cool. Like we were talking and you know our, our lessons and stuff like that. And um, yeah, she was going like on a study abroad program. And I was like, okay, great, it's your chance. And I was like giving her tips and stuff like that, how to make friends. She came back and she was like, yeah, basically, I just flipped out <laughs> and tried to jump out the window, start beating people up. And they just had to send my ass home after like two days. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. She was like, yeah, it was, I don't know. I just like went crazy. I was like, okay, I don't want to see that side of you. You know, I only got like the daytime kind of side of her. I don't want to see the flip out going crazy side. And that's a little side anecdote. Not all students are like that. I've only met maybe a handful of students like that in my time here. But, you know, I would say probably for me, ones who are like that because they can open up in English. You know, speaking in English is kind of like a different world. And it's true too. Like when I talk in Japanese, I'm a very different person. I carry myself in a very different way than I do in English. You know, um, 
not on purpose it's just naturally like that like you have kind of like a separate persona the deeper you go into the language here and i think i think it's the same thing for japanese people just naturally a different side of your personality comes out so i guess with that student like i guess she was just you know um able to or it might have been like you know her just only showing me one part of her persona you know but um but yeah, I, I, I can't remember her name. I can't remember, but I just clearly remember some of the conversations I had with her. And I was like, really? You got mental problems? She was like, yeah, I'm fucking crazy. And I was like, I mean, by all the like slashes on your wrist and your arm, I believe you because you're bleeding on the table. But, you know, you seem like a really good, nice person. Hey, you know, but but, but I digress. Anyway, um, Again, I'm not being, if you know anyone who's like a cutter or anything like that, I'm not making light of those type of mental issues or anything like that. I'm just telling the story. You know, we all got our shit that we have in our past and our demons or whatever. We all have to deal with them. I got demons. I got demons, you know, but I've I've learned to kind of deal with them and um, overcome them. And I hope you or, you know, if you, whoever you know had, can do the same thing. Like, in same thing watching like the people in... um was was that place uh the toyoko kids the toyoko kids I, I was thinking the same thing but you know it seemed like um they yeah you know like a few of the kids who got interviewed you know they just got trouble at home um trouble at school um and some of them are runaways it seems like some of them just like dip out the house you know but again japanese parents generally speaking when it gets to a certain point they, they don't know what to do so they just kind of ignore it ignore the problem in many situations um so yeah they just run off and spend you know i mean in tokyo it's really not that hard you just hop on the train and you can make your way to kabuki joe and you can and once the last train is there you're just out all night and you know like you feel like you got a community of people whatever like i don't know like again i'm not knocking it i'm not bashing it i'm not judging it's not my thing so i i just checked like about videos for like 15 minutes and then i had to cut this shit off because it was kind of depressing for me you know and, and and then you get into like the dark side of shit because apparently there's like you know underage um what's the word again because i'm not trying to get this video censored but it probably already is i'm talking about cutting this shit but um um you know selling of services i'll say that of young people in that area apparently because you know if you think about it you got a kid who runs away from home who's like 15 16 maybe i don't even want to think about it maybe 14 whoever lost in the world don't know what the fuck to do and the only thing they got is what they got you know to offer and so um at nighttime apparently i was like it was a youtube guy who a youtuber who was like showing you know he would go over and talk to some of the people he of course he blocked out all their, their faces and stuff and and you know kind of acts and they were trying to catch customers and there were some weird businessmen hanging around there too i can imagine like it gets really shady and fucked up but um again that's another reason why i just don't go in that area i don't hang out in that area i never did and that's like in the yamanote line for me personally again just me personally northern western yamanote line areas it's just not my style i'm more southern or southeastern tokyo there's a big difference between those two areas and so if you know 
I mean, you live where you want to live, but if, yeah, in the Yamanote Line area, if you can, eastern, southeastern, between Tokyo Station and, let's say, Yoyogi Station, about between those two, like, in, if you look on the map, it's like south, southeastern. Those are probably more the trendier, safer, um, more reputable, reputable parts of Tokyo. I have lived in northeastern Tokyo, um, northeast of Ueno, um, when I first, when I lived in the guest house, but I never lived in the western part, just because, like, every time I like, you know, I'm not like, you like, looking down on it, just like, it's not my, not my, you know, it's not my cup of tea, because, you know, I'm, I want to chill, so, but anyway, check out, I don't, I don't encourage you to check out the Toyoko Kids, but, the other night, like, before going to bed, like, it came across my timeline. It was pretty shocking just because um, I didn't know that there was a group that, that was that blatantly disenfranchised, you know, of young people. And I was just watching and thinking, what's going to happen to these kids in, like, 20 years, like, 10, 20 years? Because we have the hikikomori issue in Japan now. Um, and if the, this generation of young people, which it probably isn't that large, but it seems like that's become a hub or, you know, uh, for, for those people, what's going to happen to them in like five, 10, 20 years? I don't fucking know. No clue. And we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, it'll probably be on the news. It'll probably be like a news documentary about the shit or some shit like that. But whatever. Hey, whatever. It's their lives. You know, uh, my job is to make sure my kids don't end up like that. <laughs> That's my job, right? To keep them off the fucking streets of Kabuki Show. And so oh, hopefully I can do a pretty good job of that. I think I'm doing all right so far. But all right, let me wrap things up here. Thanks again, you guys, for liking, subscribing, following, all that jazz. Hope you enjoying the hope you enjoying the increased frequency of content, even if it's not, even if the audio is not picture perfect. Let me know what you think in the comment, and I'll highlight you next time. Peace.